Hey, Jim. Hey, Pat. What's going on? Happy Tuesday of this post-Father's Day weekend. We are back with another episode of All Over the Place. How are you, buddy? How was the weekend? Are we back? Are we back? What song is that? That's a little Chance the Rapper. Uh, Is that the intro with Kanye? I believe it is. It's his intro. He talks about the intro with Kanye, I believe. It's a great song. We are so cool. Great song. Now, like, I don't think his new album did great. So, like, we, I loved it. But uh, we get on to Chance and everyone's like, yeah, he's all right. We We can't even be cool when we try in 2020. People aren't in a chance anymore? I mean, they there's a new album, kind of. He took an L? I think he... Wow, okay. I think he took an L on his last album. Oh, man, you got to get back on that horse. got to gotta get back on that W streak. I love that um, that one that you turned me on to, the, uh, the Eminem one. Oh, with Joyner Lucas? Joyner Lucas, lucky you. I am doing my part to make sure that uh, more people know who Joyner <laughs> Lucas is. Oh, man. You're like a consultant to, <laughs> to help me seem a little bit more in touch with uh, what's going on. You are I can not- teach you stuff, too. I could tell you about, you know, I get to tell you about the crown and <laughs> the middle and bunked. My kids watch bunked. What's bunked? Or Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. You know that song? No, I've never heard of either one of these. Should I listen Chant- to it? Is it good? Chance to put that song on his album. <laughs> when did he drop this uh, last one? Uh, the Big Day. I mean, it's it, it's totally up your alley. It's called The Big Day. Big and, Day. Uh, it's the oh, that's been out had, for a while. Like, hot shower. Yeah, yeah but it, it wasn't really uh, it wasn't very critically acclaimed. I I like Chance, but I do think it's funny that name, right? Chance Ch- the rapper. Do you know his real name? Chancellor. Yeah, Chancellor Bennett. So it was just Chance the rapper. Are you listening to any music these days? I have not found a ton of new. Uh, but speaking of my Joyner Lucas kick uh, this Father's Day weekend, I have introduced a lot of people to the Joyner Lucas Will Smith remix of a song called Will. That is my favorite thing in the whole world. And like Will Smith raps for the first time in like 15 years and is such like a positive dad vibe message. It's the greatest thing in the world. I've heard that song. It's great. It's fantastic. I'm like just turning all of my 40-something white friends who come to me for music onto it. <laughs> do, they, do they tell you? Do they ask for it? Do they say, play, play something lit? <laughs> can, you, can you make us lit, Jim? Lit it up. I wish they did. Do you ever use that uh, fire emoji? I used it today for the first time in a very long time. Here's what I don't like. The people who string like seven emojis together like it's a sentence. I had one of those conversations via text with a 20-something colleague of ours today. And uh, like seven emojis in a row. And I'm like, is this like one of those word problems? (laughs) Remember when you were a kid, you had to figure it out? Oh, yeah. There was a game show that had that. You had to like put a sentence together, right? I love those. I love those so much, but not with emojis. First, I have to download the updated emojis half the time. <laughs> I don't even have the new ones. That's how you know you're old. You're like, hang on, let me download the emojis so you can send that again. Was it a business conversation? No, it was not. Oh, okay. It was a comic. 
Oh, you meant one of our colleagues. Yeah. That's why I hear you. I said one of our colleagues. Well, when you said colleague, I thought business. I got you. Nope. Well, yeah, you, uh, it's a new way to communicate now. People don't even want to. People don't want to. Haven't been wanting to talk on the phone for a while. I am not a fan of that. I'm fine without the talking on the phone, but I need a word here or there to know what the emoji means. There is a time you have to pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. Sarah and I argue about that a lot. You know, it's like so many things can be shortcut if we just just call. Just get it done. No, I'm not gonna call. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, people love to. How often do you and Sarah speak on the phone? I mean, these days, not much at all. We're just constantly around each other. I guess it's different too, even when you're traveling because of the kids. But man, I go through entire relationships where, like, if she calls, I'm like, "What's wrong? This is about to be it." Oh God, yeah. <laughs> like, why is your actual phone number coming up? <laughs> do you mean to text me? What is that? Walk me through that. What is it like these days if you meet someone? Do you have to uh, establish that out of the gate? Or do you start with the conversations and then ease into the texting? I don't really know. I start with the texting and ease into conversations. Never, if possible. (laughs) Ease into the never. I mean, really ease into them. Like as it's ending. Be like, what the hell do you mean? We don't communicate well. You know, you pick up the call for that. (laughs) <laughs> right i mean i remember being on the phone all the time fighting over the phone you know growing up we just have like the the landline and i never had a phone in my room my sisters got had you know when they turned a certain age i got a, a phone in their room that never happened for me did you want one sure yeah i wanted one settled for the long cord though just ran it down the hallway that's, we never really even had a cordless phone until much later. When I was 16 for my birthday, I got my own phone number. What? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm like, I'm getting to second base now. Where are you right now? I am at 99th and Western. And, okay. Uh, someone just came up to the car to see gotcha. if I would donate. Gotcha. <laughs> You're like, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> Download and subscribe. <laughs> Leave a review. Yeah, I felt bad, but not the time, man. I understand that. Can't you see? Can't you see? It's Jim. It's me and Jim. We're doing our podcast. I think he wanted to rap the Will Smith, Joyner Lucas song together. <laughs> it's a great, it's a fantastic <laughs> song. Hey, Remember uh, when uh, Parents Just Don't Understand came out? Blew everyone's mind? Oh my God. Before that even happened though, I think was a nightmare on my street. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah. That was that first Fresh Prince album. I thought that was rap. I thought that was like, this is it. I am into this. We all did. We all did. And then here we are 30 years later. Will's like, I was right the whole time. Yep. Yeah, he was um, never wavered, right? He was always kind of the clean rapper. and I like Will Smith. Good actor. Dude's, uh, dude has created a uh, monopoly out of that family. I mean, they are all earners. Yeah, right? 
What are their names? Jada and uh... Jada, Jaden, and Willow, I believe. Look at you, man. Wow. You know you're Will Smith. Listen to a guy's rap music now that he's a dad and discusses how proud he is of his family quite a bit. Yeah, I turned some music on yesterday. It's just like you gotta you gotta turn it on. It just changes the mood. Sure does. What'd you listen to? What was I listening to yesterday? Sarah put on Sam Cook. Nice. And then I had um Oh, I put some Bob Marley on. Wow. Yeah. Get the kids into a little reggae early. Try and shake you out of that depression. <laughs> Yeah, it's good mood. Good mood music. Sure. What do the kids like musically besides uh, cooking? The kids, they're 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 in uh, you know, pop stuff, Taylor Swift. But then they will listen to other. You know, I play that. Uh, I play the hell out of that Nirvana unplugged. Do you really? I do play that a lot. That's and, great. Um, I caught Luke singing along with it. Like he's picked <laughs> up a couple of the songs. <laughs> he's into a couple of them. Are they appropriate for him to pick up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't play anything that you listen to around the house. <laughs> that big is big, true. Big letter E. They have uh, radio edits. Radio edit. Kid Rock. Was that the uh, Kid, Kid Rock? Rock. Yeah. Uh, with the yeah. That's another that I thought like, wow, this is this guy is going to be awesome forever. For sure, that right? first Kid Rock album because it was like on Q one hundred and one, and all of a sudden, like they started playing it. Like they were, it was the alternative station. And all of a sudden, they started playing "Ba with the Ba" on the rap station, and I was like, "What is happening? This will never get old." <laughs> what is we'll it? We'll never like, find out. This guy's a creep. Yeah, I thought he was just going to set up shop, the top of the Four Seasons, and just have a career, <laughs> just go. I was like, I'm gonna, I want to grow with him until he's a adult rock. <laughs> Kid Rock sucks, doesn't he? You think if he had, if he has like animals, does he call them pet rocks? <laughs> We've talked about. There's another guy that just comes up every now and then. Kid Rock. It's like three episodes in a row we've had a rock reference. I think we've. Yeah, I think we have. I saw a great tweet. Somebody is like their pin tweet. I forget who it is. Um. You may have seen it, like the stress that gives someone uh, how much that cab cost that Will took from Philly to Bel Air. Because <laughs> he jumps in the cab and he's like, yo, Holmes, to Bel Air. <laughs> what did that run him? Like a, you got to have a hotel stay somewhere in there. You guys are sleeping at a rest stop. I mean, I mean like Will a, probably drove at some point, right? You have to. It's like a two-day or otherwise. I've never really watched that show, but um, when I did watch it, I liked it. It was my jam. I learned so much from that show. Yeah. All of the... uh, They were another one that had so many special episodes. That was like the 90s version of the special episode show. Uh, I think Jazz's dad showed up one time. Or no, was it Will's dad? Was Ben Vereen? Just showed up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Ben Vereen was... uh... Webster's dad too, wasn't he? Didn't Was he, he really? His Webster's dad, I think. Man, we're He's getting some good checks to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a weird typecasting. Ben Vereen, you're a deadbeat dad. What else was Ben Vereen in? Like Zoobly Zoo or something. He was in like a kid show or. He was Fred Sanford's dad. 
What if he just played everyone's dad, whether or not it fit? Yeah, he was he was able to be a dad for all those shows. He was he not was always old. Fred Sanford's dad. I was kidding. Oh, it wouldn't have made any <laughs> sense at all. <laughs> I thought Fred was the this, the kid, but the, the kid was Red Fox's kid. Yep, Lamont. Oh man, see, I don't know that show. I forgot that his name was Lamont. There is literally a website with an article titled Ben Vereen, Everyone's Dad on TV. Are you serious? We are on to some shit. We oh, are. I guess two different. He's played a deadbeat dad on that one, but two different shows. Webster and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We've already covered this whole. That's the whole article? He was also, okay, so he was Edward LaForge on Star Trek The Next Generation. He was Sam Gibbs. And How I Met Your Mother, he was the father of Neil Patrick Harris's black brother. That's a show I haven't gotten into, but I assume it jumped the shark before we got to that part of the storyline. As soon as Ben Vereen came on. Uh, so, yeah, I guess he's played two deadbeat dads in Fresh Prince and Webster, but he's also played Jordy LaForge's dad and uh, Sam Gibbs. A buddy of mine made a movie out here on the South Side uh, years ago. And I believe there was an element of stand-up comedy in the movie, and Ben Vereen was in it. Really? What's and it they called? They shot some of it at um, Sinise's Winery, the uh, the Barrel. Yeah. Wow. What's uh, What's the movie called? I forget what the movie's called. He sent it to me once, and I was I didn't watch all of it, but I forget what it was called. Mike Houlihan's movie. I'll look into it. Was he uh, Was he famous for tap dancing? Is that something that I? Yeah, he was a dancer for sure. Okay. But I mean, also, his filmography is incredible. So is that use of the word. Filmography? Yeah. Thanks, pal. It says it right at the top of his IMDb. I'd love to take credit for that one. I bet he auditioned a lot. I bet he saw Gregory Hines in the audition room a lot. They had to be up for these same dad roles, right? Dad dancing dads? Dancing dads. Yeah. They should have gone on tour together. Remember that movie with Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal? It was a big Chicago movie, Running Scared. I never saw that. Never saw that one? That was Mm -hmm. a good one. Have you seen any, uh, you watching anything, reading anything? Someone recommended a uh, a biography to me. Um, I like a good biography here and there. And uh, And a filmography. (laughs) Sure do. I'm an iography type of fella. <laughs> You're going through your iography phase of the, mm-hmm. going of the pandemic. Next week, I'm on Biblios. <laughs> Check your notations. Um, so someone, I like biographies, and someone was like, dude, I got to tell you, if you like a good biography, I read this one on the Wright Brothers. And it's fantastic. You, you know about them, you know, building the plane but you don't really know about the guys behind it. You're going to love it. So I was like, I'm in, you know? Really? And uh, I go out for a bike ride over the weekend. I start this new, I, I'm going to read, you know, I'm going to do book on tape. That's my game for a biography. I like to learn about people, you know? This is two biographies in one. You're kidding my biography <laughs> and there two right now. So it's technically three. Oh, three. All right. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it is the most boring book I have ever read. It's like reading a textbook. I don't understand how someone, I mean, because they've done all kinds of important shit, 
but every bit of it was the most mundane, boring thing in the world. Like every cliffhanger is like, but then they got a printing press. <laughs> <laughs> they will not be stopped. <laughs> like chapter seven is going to be exciting because now you finally get to learn about their printing press. There was like, uh, there was, they, they read an, uh, a letter that they sent to one of their friends. And it was from, I think, Wilbur. I don't remember which was which. But the whole letter was like... They didn't, they didn't address that yet in the book. <laughs> they haven't gotten to their names yet. I just didn't care enough. That's how... And it was like... How'd they come up with those names? That's like a bad name oh contest. God. Dude, Although every, Wilbur, Wilbur's a pretty good name. It's, I mean, neither one of them are common. They have Orville? a... Uh, I mean, Orville, Redenbacher, right? There's two. How many Wilbers do you know? Not kind of the guy Wood. from Mr. Ed. Okay. Wilbur Wright. Um, I went to grammar school with a kid named Wilbur. Wilbur, okay. um, he was a year older. It's a solid name. I went to school with a guy named Orville. Orville no. Tedenbacher. <laughs> Orville <laughs> Redenbacher was a badass. Yeah, man. Yeah. But dude, this fucking, I mean... Like these are guys who would wear suits into their wood shop and just put on like a, <laughs> they put on like a smock so they didn't get their ties dirty. Like these are the most boring people. Um, they didn't like. I'm two and a half Dude. hours into this. They haven't talked to a woman. They haven't like. They're just like emailing museums about aeronautics questions. And it's my therapist who recommended this, which pisses. I want to be like our next meeting. I want to be like. Have you not listened to me at all? Yeah, right. <laughs> what part of me and this book did you think would go together? Your therapist came up with this idea. He was like, I got to tell you, if you like biography. And then he broke the rules. He, like, he texted me a picture of the book later just as a reminder. That's how, he, how sure he was that I would, I would enjoy this book. And this dude does not listen to me, apparently. Does he listen to this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He probably is. If he is, this might I'd, be a scam. If he is, I get Maybe. billed for it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Wright brothers are from Dayton, Ohio, right? They are. are they from Dayton? No, they're from, born in Indiana, though. Because I, whenever I went to Dayton, I would see like the signs for birthplace of. Uh, but they grew the up in Dayton. I know that because uh, Orville's famous quote is, um, "You'd ask me how to have a good life." It'd be to have a good mother and father and be born in Ohio. Oh, really? Be raised in Ohio. So, I mean, so, but like even his quotes are the most mundane thing in the world. It's the, like these dudes did so much incredible shit, but like at no point did one of them be like, you know what? I'm just going to have a beer tonight. Right. And they're not, they're, they weren't out. They weren't going to get me too huh? No, they weren't even like... They weren't even like engaging in conversation. You know what I mean? All they do, all they did, these guys would like study birds and email, like uh, write letters to scientists asking them why birds were able to do what they did. Like it's incredible the tenacity they had. But now I get why we didn't learn more about them in school. Yeah. So the, the whole thing is based on birds? I think it's, I mean, they, they got like helicopter toys as kids. And like all kids do when they get a good toy, they took them apart to see why they worked the way they did and then tried to build a better model. And that's how we eventually got an airplane. Wow. Every, like their whole, like they were just born these analytical engineering types. Yeah. They must've been brilliant, which means they probably were not, you know, 
kind of boring just into their work huh yeah god can you imagine having two kids and they work together and they invent an airplane <laughs> those parents are unbelievable they gotta be what's the last thing your two of your kids work together on like making fun of the other one <laughs> yeah the mcgann brothers they're not building a spaceship they're not coming up with uh the mcgann brothers are can't even make a box fort. <laughs> I was always pissed that they left Dayton to fly that thing. Out in Kitty Hawk? They needed the wind? I haven't gotten that far yet, Pat. Don't ruin the next eight hours for me. <laughs> You're going to follow through with it? You're going to finish a, it? I don't know if I can. It's a 10-hour and five-minute read, which for me means it's five hours and two and a half minutes. Uh, because... But even on two times speed, this is awful. Your therapist sucks. I'm so mad at him. <laughs> That'd be great if you if you quit him over that. You just don't get me. <laughs> Orville Redenbacher, I think he was born in Indiana too. That sounds about so right. All the Orvilles are from right around there. That dude was. I don't know why I know about him. I remember reading about Orville Redenbacher at some point. Just like on the box. No, not on the box. On the, I don't know. Maybe when he died or something. I think he died like kind of strange, like drowned at home or something. Mm-hmm. Um, really? I think he like lived like a long life. That dude, and he was the guy. He was it. He was like the scientist. He came up with that popcorn. That was his real name. He was a guy in the commercials, and he got successful late in life i think like i don't even think that the popcorn thing happened for him until the late 60s or 70s like holy shit every bit of this is him as a real person huh yeah orville renbacher is a real deal dude are you on his page he all but single-handedly revolutionized the american popcorn industry dude sarah loves popcorn Maybe she'll listen to this episode. We make popcorn a lot. I didn't even know how to make popcorn. And that, that's something I, the skill I picked up during the pandemic, during the quarantine. Hitting I'm making popcorn now. I mean, I'm not talking, dude, I'm talking pouring oil in the pan and the kernels and popping them yourself. Just a regular like pan? Like a man. You don't get like a special apparatus? You don't get like a popper? No. Just put it, the kernels in the pan with some vegetable oil. I mean, dude, it's a two-step process. It's embarrassing that I didn't know how to do it. And then you just heat it up and watch them pop. I have never made regular popcorn. You're going to do it, Jim. I am going to see to it. I, I think you think could do necessary. it. <laughs> Go buy some... Uh, it's amazing how much you get out of a once you just lie in the bottom of a pan, how much you get. And the kids love it. Butter it, salt it. Get to have a night. And then tell say gather around, kids. I'm gonna tell you the story about Orville. <laughs> how did he die? Didn't he wasn't he at his house or something? I don't know, man. I didn't get that far because this is a much longer Wikipedia entry than I expected it to be. <laughs> Oh, really? It's like 15 different subjects. Is one of them bow ties? <laughs> I mean, he has a solid bow tie collection. 
he uh wow his first wife he was married to from 1928 until her death in 1971 oh she died in 1971 and was he successful by then i don't know good question and then later that year he married his second wife who died red flag and then later that year did you find this on investigation discovery like where did you read his story I didn't know that he um, had the second wife. 20 right years, after, too. Right after he got rid of the other one. This is amazing. On September 19th, 1995, did you, I had no idea he was around that long. He was found dead in the jacuzzi of his condominium in Coronado, California. Oh, man. It was a jacuzzi? He had suffered a heart attack and then drowned. He was cremated and his ashes scattered at sea. Was anyone there? You probably saw him go under and thought he was going to pop back up. (laughs) Alley-oop! Way to go, Jim. Dunk that one. (laughs) On the September 23rd, 1995 edition of Siskel and Ebert, Roger Ebert eulogized Redenbacher by calling him a man who took popcorn seriously, <laughs> as seriously as we take the movies. That's awesome. Those Sis- are, you cannot separate movies and popcorn. Siskel added he was actually more than just a cute, cuddly advertising figure. He was the scientist who came up with a new strain of popcorn that really kept the whole industry alive. That's a real contribution. It's pretty crazy. Wow. That's nice. I didn't know that Cisco was cuddling with him. He wasn't, he wasn't just cute and cuddly. Dude, I have a problem when people, I hate when people call old people cute. Yeah. Ah, oh, I remember um, I was like dating a girl and she was like, oh, your grandma, your great grandma. She's so cute. So cute. She's 98. <laughs> you think that's cute? What's Until, cute about it? What do you like? The liver spots? The varicose veins? Aren't those adorable? Oh, she's so cute. How much, how much she's been through? She's not here for your entertainment. Like, she's so adorable. Like, just like an ornament. Fucking came here from another country. Worked her ass off. <laughs> she's so cute. Ah, <laughs> oh, hate it. It's well-intended, though, right? It is well-intended. But I do feel I'm like you should have to jerk. listen to their thoughts for 10 minutes before you... <laughs> <laughs> listen to their old school ways before you call them cute you know it's tough yeah, to call heard. someone cute and they take they say something awful nine seconds later i remember when i met her grandma i was like she is not cute i mean not cute at all decent decent body I like the i like the house coat i like the house coats in the uh how she holds her glasses on a chain but uh not cute at all pretty gross she's pg bud pg she's like your grandma's cute and you're like your grandma's a four <laughs> oh man i bet cisco died shortly after that i wouldn't 95. doubt it it's funny that they um talked about him on the uh the movie show though you're right man that connection popcorn and movies 
Do you right? get popcorn like, when you go to the that movies? That is a link. Oh, you don't go to the movies. But it's the first thing you think of when you walk into a movie theater. You smell the popcorn. Like if I go to a movie theater, I'm getting anything, I'm getting popcorn. February 20th, 1999 for Gene Siskel. When Siskel died and Ebert picked up Roper, was there like an audition process where other people like co-hosting with him for a while and they settled on Roper or they just made him? You're talking about like a like a Regis and Kelly sitch? Is that weird? Yeah. <laughs> like Michael Strahan guest, uh, guest hosted. It's uh, yeah. Strahan and Ebert for an episode. Yeah, I kind of remember that. I don't know if it was automatic like that. Was there some other people that... Did you watch that show at the movies? I did. I was like, what am I not going to go see? When I did... Um, <laughs> when I did... Um, that thing with channel 11 WTTW that was uh-huh. originally their show and they still have the studio there. They had kept it intact. I mean, I don't know if they still do now, but they still had the, uh, at the movies, original chairs set. It was, it was really cool. That had to be awesome. I mean, they just blew up. Right. But that's how they started. Yeah. And I thought maybe that, maybe that will happen on my show. <laughs> Is that why you brought me in here to show me this? And this then, could be you one day. And then it didn't. <laughs> You're like, but the studio. I was like, where are you guys going to put my studio? And they're like, we well, don't have one for you. <laughs> you get a studio? That's cute. <laughs> How was your Father's Day? What did you guys do this weekend? Um, it was nice. I went to, uh, see my parents solo on Sunday in the morning, just kind of hung out. They woke me up. Kids woke me up at breakfast, which is nice. We didn't do the breakfast in bed, but they, Josephine brought it up and then I was like, I'll come downstairs. It was, it was nice. That's great. It's nice that Father's Day is after Mother's Day because you don't have to like, the bar's already set. Yeah. Like if she went first and then I would have to like match her Mother's Day. Because mm-hmm. she saw, work. she was like, I see your breakfast in bed and I'll raise. And then she raised and it went crazy from there. That's perfect though. Too many presents. You set the bar though. Did you get her a lot of presents? No. Oh, well now you have to next year. Plenty. Mm-hmm. There's too much gift giving going on. I thought that would slow down during the, uh, you know, these days. No, man. It's just like. All you have time for is the online shop. Right. Well, she directed a lot of the online shopping towards provisionals and things that we need, which is a great skill set. She's great at it. And she's been killing that. But then like when you, uh, when I woke up and I came downstairs and I saw like three gifts there, I'm like. What the hell? Who's paying for this? <laughs> what? What did you buy? Are they actually gifts for you? They were. There was okay. a couple. There, yeah, a couple workout uh, shirts. Like, did you not pay attention to the Peloton, the Peloton, Peloton uh, controversy? <laughs> Saying I need to get my ass in shape. Is that it. Um, no, it was nice though. 
it was a great, great day. And then when I came back, um, we went on like a family walk, all of us. And then we had like a, just a chill dinner. Like I, yeah. we just kind of grazed. So it was cool. Nice. It was a nice time. You have a good weekend? I did. I went and saw some family. Um, I'm still not rushing into the, like I'll be the, I'm okay being the furthest one away from everybody. You know what I mean? I'll be there, but I'm not like, I'm not, you feel like an asshole, but I'm not hugging anybody. Only I fools rush in. I don't need a fist bump. We can say yeah. hi from a distance, but I did. I went to, uh, we were going to go out for lunch and that just seemed like way too much work. And so we agreed on a backyard and that was the way to go. So that way, you know, you can kind of stay a little distant. You can see sure. people and you can blame your family directly if something bad happens to you. There's no exactly. like strangers, you know, like two tables over who are coughing. Like if anything bad happens, I'm pinpointing one of the people that were in that backyard. Right. Have you been in a restaurant? You have not, right? A couple of weeks ago, I met a friend for lunch, an outdoor, you know, table off to the side. But um, I think I was telling you that, I don't know if I told you this off the air. Um, it was like a perfect day. And then as we're getting there, um, it just starts pouring out of nowhere. Just skies open up. Just So everyone who was outdoors and socially distanced now have to like, run in under the tent and they're all like tighter together than they would have been otherwise you know what i'm saying like the whole outdoor there was like a whole outdoor area maybe four tables were covered and then the rest of it was just in the parking lot of this restaurant and then it starts pouring so they're all just like huddled under those four tables but you can't so we're like you know what we're gonna go somewhere else and we just went somewhere else and ate. we didn't want to you know mess with it but i mean even the best of intentions you know now you're right. more on top of people than you would have been if you just sat in a restaurant eating normally. Yeah. You can't win with COVID, Patrick. It'll you find can't. a way. You can run. But it will find you. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, phase four now, right? Which I don't even know what any of these phases really mean. I don't but, either, uh, man. Coming to Illinois, they're going to do some indoor stuff soon. I think I'm on my phase three. You know what I mean? That's what, like, I'll... I'll go a place occasionally. I, uh, I'll see a couple people. This is because we're on phase four. Doesn't mean that everybody needs to just jump out and fucking act like phase four is it. Is that what people are going to do? Just come out with like four, just <laughs> holding up above their, their helmets. Four. Like the fourth quarter of a ball game. Phase four. How many phases are there? Do we know? Because four is not the final, right? I don't even know, dude. I don't know, to be honest with you. I just know that I just think this whole thing is a phase. It's called coronavirus <laughs> until there's a vaccine. That's the phase yeah. that we are in. There's no, there's no real plan. Everyone's kind of winging it. Right. I mean, there's a plan, but do you see setbacks, right? You almost see people that have gone to phase four or went too soon. So now you're hearing this stuff going on in Florida and Texas. And then you hear it's all bullshit. I mean, you want it to be young people, mild cases, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know about like the death count. Is that still going up? Yeah. I mean, it's still going up, but is it, is it going exponentially up? Is it? You see some people say no. And then you have other people who like look into the, the numbers and say, okay, but the amount of closed cases, the, you know, the percentage is really high. 
but are the rest of those cases really unresolved? Like the amount of cases that are either, you know, recovered or dead is like a 10% death rate. But that doesn't mean the rest of the cases, like outside of that, are all still open necessarily. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They might just not have an answer yet. Did you follow Lori Kilmartin at all? With her mom? Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah, this comic, just to people listening, this comedian. I never worked with Lori. I, I know, you know, I'm very familiar with her and respect what she's done. She's accomplished a lot in the comedy biz. Um, but her mom got the COVID and I mean, she's elderly, right? And she mm-hmm. posted the whole experience in, in real time. Just live, live tweeting it. it. That was something else, man. It was powerful. And it was all like via FaceTime that she was watching this too, because she couldn't be there with her mom. Right. You know? So she's just like watching like on a monitor as, as this happens, you know, as she goes through it. And then uh, some baseball player, I don't think we need to give his name, um, tweeted, you know, like, I'm not wearing a mask anywhere, blah, 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 you know. And then uh, did you see her response to him? Oh, yeah. Where she Say was his like, name. Uh, Aubrey Huff. Yeah. It was, I just don't think he needs the pub. It was just shit. Like, he was just, you're an idiot if you wear a mask. And she was like, hey, my mom's sick with COVID. The hospital bed will be open in a couple of weeks if you need it. And then right. when she died, she tweeted back at him. Bed's open. Like if wow. you're gonna be like if you're gonna be going out without a mask and fine, but bed's open yeah. if you need it. The guy is a total clown. I mean, he wore a helmet when he went to the plate, didn't he? <laughs> Take that away Why? from you. Why? Why did you wear a helmet, you snowflake bitch? <laughs> you soy bitch. You're no patriot. Uh I mean, I don't even get it. Like, what's the big deal? You when you're in public inside yeah. put a mask on right yeah that's what they say to do it's not yeah. about oh don't tread on me it was a i was in an appliance store over the weekend an appliance store where you at? Mm-hmm. like a, i'm picturing like a, one of those places that has a zenith tv sign out front <laughs> we have we have color tvs you at the appliance store yeah it's what aisle are the blenders in <laughs> Oh, do you have popcorn makers here? I wanna, do you have anything made by a cute and cuddly man in a bow tie? Just no, what are you talking about? I was looking. Uh, appliance stores are still a very real thing. Are they? Yeah, man. That's where you like buy all- like washers and dryers and shit like that and refrigerators and other appliances. What's, what was the name of the store? Grand Appliance. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Defending just, this you, all you tell me is how you're not domestic at all, and then you're now you're at a fucking appliance store. I mean, I'm trying not, to improve things. You're not ready to here. go out phase four, but now you're. What's the what? What was the? Yeah, appliance I mean, for? well, there's a big difference between like trying to get a new washing machine. And is that what you're getting? Sitting at a restaurant. Is that what you're getting a new washing? I don't machine? know yet. I mean, I'm just looking into them. I am in a condo, um, so you're I can't have a browsing? real. I can't have a real grown-up one. I have to have one of those like tiny stackable ones that oh, like yeah. one shirt isn't enough for a load, but two shirts is too many. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, so you've got to have one and a half pieces of clothing in there at a time. So I was just looking at the options, which is one, by the way, option is what I should have been looking for. But there was a couple in there. 
like fighting with their masks down just like yelling at each other about freezer space with like their masks covering their chins you know is that couple like, doing that yeah just i mean this one has more freezer space no this one does look at it you want to say something but you don't want to turn that spit your direction you know what i mean <laughs> like these are exactly who we're worried about the people who they're already like they hate each other like anyone else walking up you know so you're just like, please, no employees say anything. Just let them spit on each other. Just hope someone cleans it afterwards, you know? You think that's what it is? People are just upset, and that's why they... Like, I almost think the people that don't want to wear masks are, uh, in a way, more scared about what's going on. Big picture. Even, you know, they started off with masks on, but then they just became menaces to society. I mean, our country is eating it compared to other countries. It's kind of embarrassing. No one can get on the same page. We got to figure it out, man. We got to keep going. Moving yep. forward. Forward progress. Speaking of forward progress, we got a couple of uh, real solid reviews over the weekend. I uh, I love that our audience really... What's up? I feel like this episode sucks. It's not great. Um, which is good, by the way, because I feel like the, our reviews cluster on the weekends. So... If we're going to have a shitty episode, let's do it on Tuesday because they don't review us until Saturday. Oh, that's good. Um, this one is from Anthony Grant is my hero. This is his name. I don't know if Anthony Grant is the head coach of the Dayton Flyers. Oh, really? Carmelo Hugh? Oh, that is. I did yeah. know that. I guess I should have known that. Uh, Pat and Jim helped me escape into fits of laughter. I often listen while taking walks and I'm so amused by their banter. I am 44, so all the 80s references are right up my alley. Hell yeah. Skewing young. Keep it up, guys. P.S. The two-space thing threw me for a loop a few years ago. I can't break the habit, so I keep using two spaces. Then do a find and replace to remove all of them at the end of the document. Wow. Genius. Helpful. And shows that I'm not an asshole for thinking about that. You like, you no. hated me for talking about that. Old habits are hard to break. Hey, you talking about that? What are you talking about? That was perfect. Old habits are hard to break. I'm sure my old teacher, Sister Helene Margaret, is rolling over her grave at this only one space phenomenon. So she sounds cute and cuddly. <laughs> Sister Helene Margaret. <laughs> the cutest. These nuns come up with like the longest names and like they, they always had two of them. <laughs> they really do. Do they pick their names? Yeah, when they go in the convent, oh. I think they. It's like the Pope. I think you pick like uh, I had Sister Mary Rita. That's a simple one. Eight letters, four Sister. syllables. Do they have any other like Sister Margaret? There are a couple of Margarets. There are not many nuns left. Not at all. Helene Margaret. That's a five-syllable name that you get to choose for yourself. Right. My mom and dad were, ra were raised by those people in the schools, taught by them. My dad's family too, man. All my aunts and uncles. That's what's hurting some of these Catholic schools is they don't have the free labor anymore, right? <laughs> oh, shit. How do they even... I gotta I mean, pay these people. And they don't wear the same thing every day. So you got to give them some dollars Extra. for their wardrobes. <laughs> I had a plain clothes nun. 
Most of my nuns were plain clothes by then. They were all like undercover. Undercover? Okay. <laughs> but you could still make them out. You could still <laughs> – it's like come on, the rosary. You wear a rosary. You can still tell. <laughs> you go by Sister Helene Margaret. We know <laughs> you're a nun. <laughs> there was uh, what was the uh, we made one up for like to counter Father What a Waste. You ever hear people talk about Father What a Waste? Like oh the, boy, the hot priest. The hot priest. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. So we say for nuns if they were good looking, if she wasn't my sister. Skillers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my first grade teacher, I I didn't have her. She had um, the other first grade class, two first grade classes. She was a nun. Played guitar, too. Used to carry around that acoustic guitar and just, like, you know, break into song. It's, like, one of her ways she could communicate, I think. (laughs) That had to be, you had to be, like, the coolest nun in the, what's the place they live called? (laughs) You have to be the coolest nun in the nunnery, I feel like, if you're, uh, if you're the guitar in the convent. Thank you. I feel like if you're the cool acoustic guitar nun. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she was get people gathered around. After a long day at the convent, just uh, everybody, here's some free falling. <laughs> no, it's probably some uh, be not afraid or here I am, Lord. Some good church songs out there, right? For sure, but she eventually probably broke into some regular songs too, right? Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she brought the house down. We're going to do three standards and then Wonderwall. Any questions? (laughs) We got one more. We got another review from Naus. I think it's Naus, K-N-O-U-S-E. Hooked since pre-pandemic. I just want to say how much I enjoy the show. Hot Dog Jefferson is awesome. Also love that you call the game bags, not cornhole. That's someone. There you go. That is on your team. Who's that? Nouse. K-N-O-U-S-E. Very cool. Love the reviews. And uh, another new review from uh, Coach Flano. I might know that guy. He might not be his first review of the podcast. (laughs) From McNally's to Juneteenth, you are truly all over the place, and I love it. Thanks, Coach. I told you, that's my uncle, uh, who uh, is an avid listener to the program. And uh, <laughs> I, know, I love that so much. Avid listener to the program. And uh, he started playing MLB The Show based on your recommendation. So my aunt might not be giving us a five-star review, but my uncle certainly is. Is he loving it? He is. I got to tell you, I have not played probably since, I mean – well over a week now i gotta get back down there and play <laughs> relaxing they're gonna miss you I, w- I was resting my my pitcher resting my team they're gonna be a little rusty we had to pull the plug and get everyone tested sure they're gonna, are they gonna play baseball this year or what i don't know but either way i do hope that is an element of 2021 baseball games the show you're halfway through your season and all of a sudden it's like covid <laughs> we're shutting it down for three weeks see what happens there's no one in the stands <laughs> spend your money to get your players tested 
and random <laughs> stuff happens. Wouldn't that be great if they had like all the other like? <laughs> Uh-oh, your announcer said something homophobic. What do you do? Like, the owner mode, you got to, like, fire that guy. And... <laughs> Just some more realism. Turns out your GM is racist. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> you have to have. prepare a statement. <laughs> Spend money. Spend part of your player pool on sensitivity training. I want to pull up with an old team and uh, face Aubrey Huff's team and just drill him in the head. Just over and over again. <laughs> I drilled a guy yesterday, and Luke was watching. I haven't played the game in over a week. I drilled a guy yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Not yesterday. I didn't mean yesterday. Uh, the other day. You mean yesterday. Go ahead. <laughs> I did not mean yesterday. I don't know why I said yesterday. Um, and Luke was just like, why'd you do that? <laughs> he didn't ask, why'd you do that? He was just like, dad. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, you just hit him? I'm like, yeah, I just want to see what happens. And I haven't hit anybody yet. Did you, uh, they like, you know, they fight or, cause I remember this game bases loaded. Can you hear the rain coming in here? I can. It's pouring. Um, do you remember the game Bases Loaded? One of the greatest baseball games of all time. And all you – you didn't really know how to start the fight, but there was a great brawl, and I got it. We rented that game, my buddy and I, and he would just would not play the game, just kept drilling me and was just trying to start the fight. That's all he wanted to do in these games. <laughs> we play hockey. All he wanted to do is get in the fight, you know, like – Everything was about fighting in the game. That's awesome. Remember Arch Rivals? The basketball? Yeah. I don't think I played it. It was like two-on-two, or maybe it was one-on-one, and all you did was beat the shit out of each other. It was a fist fight (laughs) basketball. Remember the guys had, like, mohawks? You picked the players. They had, like, weapons and shit? There might have been weapons like Arch Rivals too. They probably had to elevate it a little bit, throw some chains out there, double dragging it up a little bit. It's like, it's like Street Fighter with a hoop is basically what it is. Yeah. And they um, you just follow each other around, your arm like cocked, <laughs> ready to punch. <laughs> right you, had to get, you had to get ready. Just unleash on people. Wouldn't it be great if fights really started that way? You just have your arm cocked back, just ready to spring forward. Want to go? This guy's click, 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 click. <laughs> so like moves back into position. I think you see a lot of fights coming up these next few months. That's all you see on social media. Yeah, man. For a society that none of us wanted to be on the debate team, here we all are. You know? <laughs> yep. How did that happen? Every high school teacher is going to be like, we had seven people at tryouts, but the whole world just argue shit on the internet now? It's usually so rational, too. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I like, uh, I want to like warn the people on my side that what they're posting isn't real. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want people to make you look bad, you know? Right. And be like, hey, dude, uh, that is not a real article. 
Like, I'm with you, but they're going to jump on this one. But I also had to um, explain to some family members, I swear to God this is true, that an article about um, someone named uh, uh, Kenny McCormick um, being- Kenny what? Kenny McCormick. Okay. Being murdered by the Clintons and being found by Inspector Eric Cartman was actually not a real news article, but a <laughs> South Park spoof. It's always some like jacked website too, right? It's unbelievable. I mean, it was it was from like a parody site, but like a real news site picked it up and ran with it. And when my uncle posted it, like, uh oh, not again. And so I like click the article. Now and, they like, got you. The city is like South Park, Colorado. You know, Kenny McCormick, known Clinton associate Kenny McCormick, was found dead by investigator Eric Cartman. And I'm like, how do you believe? <laughs> And he was like pa passing it off as real news. Did they kill Kenny too? Yeah, Kenny McCormick. That's oh. the guy. That <laughs> That's name. And when they asked Randy Marsh about it, his quote was, you bastards. <laughs> like how? And multiple people are commenting on this like, uh-oh, Clintons are at it again. <laughs> like, I don't care what side you're on. <laughs> Did the guy with the voice box uh, chime in? He did not. That then people might not have believed it. <laughs> oh, man. What people are sharing on there and believing. It's pretty How about great. they thought they were going to have a million people in Tulsa? What? <laughs> they built they had that out. I mean, I don't care what side you're on. Uh -huh. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. That whole thing. And you can't laugh at that. That they built a stage outside and they were going to, I mean, they got these people saying, yeah, they're got, there's a million people that want to come. We're going to do the convention hall next door too. It's going to be like fire everyone. Nobody, nobody told you that the, the 6,200 people, they said down from a million. <laughs> and who's running that? Who's in charge of that? Like anybody else would be like, you'd be fired on the spot, right? For sure. And I'm sure people will be. But yeah, hey, I don't think we need those last two rows of chairs outside. Uh, we're, a, we're a few zeros short of the estimated number. That was just like hilarious. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, at some point you got to go, Man, there's not like a lot of extra flights coming in. Traffic seems okay. Like that's the insane part to me is like everything like around us. Yeah. Like they're getting off a plane. You know what I mean? Like a private jet. They're walking into it. It's everything else around the city that's like, yeah, nothing is happening. You know, there's like an extra server at a diner who got let go early that day, you know, because <laughs> ah, I thought we'd have a million people, but it's just Steve. Sorry. We thought we were getting accurate information. It was from the White House. But I think their numbers were off. This makes me wonder, are these people who told him that also consulting him on other stuff? I think they are. Oh, well. 
All right, you're in a monsoon all of a sudden. I know, man. I got to start heading back soon. I'm doing a Zoom show tonight. Oh, yeah, you really got to roll. All right, get out of here. Go, uh... I mean, I got a couple minutes here. That's all good. We'll start heading out. But thank you for all of those uh, awesome reviews. Please keep leaving them. They, you have no idea. First of all, they help us a lot, but they also make us feel good. You know? Yes. We just like to know that people are listening and enjoying... And I, and I love specifically people saying that they like Hot Dog Jefferson. That, uh, that makes my day. Yeah, that's always fun, right? We got we to gotta brand it. We got to um, Orville Redenbacher, that thing. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> I want to die in, my, in a jacuzzi in my condo at 95. That's the coolest anyone's ever made having a condo sound. What would you do with that name? Orville Redenbacher. Oh, my God. I can't believe he died in his jacuzzi. Poor bastard. Is that someone's name? Jacuzzi? Like, was that invented by, like, uh, Ron Jacuzzi? Orville Jacuzzi Bacher? That's a great last name. Ron Jacuzzi. Ron Jacuzzi would <laughs> be a great name to start checking into hotels under. If you That'd be like someone's famous. name on uh, Arrested Development. This is Jim, Jim Jacuzzi. Do you remember um, Gene Parmesan? I do. Um, That's a great name. Dude, you're not going to believe this. Candido Enzo Jacuzzi. Get out of here. I swear to God. It's got to be, right? I mean, we're all, how else would you make up that name or that word? Mm-hmm. So it is a person? Candido Enzo Jacuzzi. Yep, Australian native. How many rashes did this guy have in his life? <laughs> He uh, immigrated here from Italy in, uh, I don't know when, but uh, he was born in 03, lived till 86. So, I mean, almost a Redenbacher full life. When did he invent the jacuzzi, though? He invented the jacuzzi whirlpool bath for his 15-month-old son, Kenny Jacuzzi, who was born with rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, wow. That's, That's awesome. a real sweet. The patent for the first jacuzzi was filed in 1963, which is incredible. If he's, uh, he's got a 15 month old at 60. Hey, this, uh, I know this thing's for your kids arthritis, but, uh, look, saw, can I, you mind if I jump in? <laughs> I mean, it can't hurt me. I don't have arthritis, but it can't hurt. Right. You mind if I, uh, invite <laughs> the ladies over? Open some drinks. <laughs> what time's your son's therapy over with? I don't want to intrude. <laughs> Necessity is the mother of invention, right? Yeah. But 60 with William a 15-month-old. William Hottub just invented it just to get some, <laughs> get some strange. Oh, I want so many more devices to have names like that. Like, uh, this is Brian Tempur-Pedic. You know what he invented? <laughs> you guys want to take a dip in the Candido? <laughs> I think Jacuzzi sounds better. I disagree. I'm going to start calling those things Candidos. Candidos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when'd you guys get a Candido? This is awesome. You guys got a Candido? What are you talking about? It's a Jacuzzi. Well, Here's actually... 
you didn't know this, but it can't, jacuzzi was. You guys got jacuzzi? What do you? One of you guys have arthritis? <laughs> Who's got the rheumatoid? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you didn't know that's what these are for. These are for rheumatoid arthritis. Not from the Jets. Guys. Let's get in. We'll talk. I'll tell you the story. <laughs> Candido wanted to help his help his kid, but with his shirt off. <laughs> he was 60 if that's the case when uh when he patented this so if that's when he first made it i feel like him and his kid both had arthritis at the same time <laughs> so did he invent it here in the states i believe so that's american ingenuity right there that is man well done candido i love how we'll take credit for that but it was a hydrotherapy tub naming Candido Jacuzzi as the inventor. And then in the 70s, they hired a guy named Roy Jacuzzi. This shit gets deep. And this, this, so it was bought out in the late 70s by a company called Kitty, K-I-D-D-I-E. And then they hired Roy Jacuzzi, who quickly began to falsify reports that he invented the Jacuzzi. Oh, man, what a scumbag. Try to rewrite history? Roy Jacuzzi is such a worse name than Candido Jacuzzi. Candido Jacuzzi is going to be the name of this episode, right? <laughs> no way, it's not. <laughs> Candido Redenbacher. <laughs> Orville Jacuzzi. <laughs> this is how we name the episodes. We should record how we name the episodes. It's more fun. Does anyone ever mention it? How about that? We work hard on those. Anyone ever mention the reviews that they enjoy the names? I of the have episodes? never seen it mentioned. But you, you hope there's a few people who are like, hell yeah, you know, when you see a good one. Right. You know, when you see a lollygag, you're like, oh, I get why they chose lollygag. Outside fence, that's solid. Five o'clock chef. You should probably start. I mean, some people argue with me, but you should probably start with Candido Jacuzzi episode and work your way back to Hot Dog Jefferson. Hot Dog Jefferson's a good one to start, too. Yeah. I'm a big fan of wet jeans and mood elbows. Wet jeans and what? That was one? Mood elbows. That'd be a great trivia game, which, which were not a title of a all-over-the-place episode. There's some solid ones. Pat Boy Jim might be your best work. I don't think you got enough credit for there was a Fat Boy Slim reference on there, and Pat Boy Jim is the best name for an episode. Yeah, I don't think it's any nothing's in top Candido Jacuzzi. Candido Jacuzzi is solid. Episode three was also a great title. Boy, we sucked at this for the first month. Why didn't I change my name? <laughs> I can't believe I'm done having kids. Because I would definitely name it Candido if I had another one. It's my little baby Candido Jacuzzi McGann. What do you mean you can't do it? <laughs> you need to have a Candido attitude. You need, to, you need to switch those letters around. Can't do it into Candido. All right, I got to go to this show. Bye. Oh, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you Friday. Have you done a Zoom? I'm going to start driving. Have you done a Zoom show recently? I haven't had one in about a week. 
yeah. I'm kind of, I haven't done one in so long, I'm looking forward to doing this one. Alright. Get after it. Alright, everyone. We love the reviews. As Jim said, they really help us out. Thanks for Get listening. Us some, uh, Give us some suggestions on the reviews, too. You can use it as a way to interact. You can shoot us an email. Yeah, social media. All over the place. Find us. You know who we are. If you've gotten this far, if you're listening this deep into the episode, you know where to reach us. Talk to us. Hope you have a great night, buddy. Hope you can uh, get that appliance situation figured out. Applying as we speak. Excellent. Later. All right.